My favorite quote from Guru Jagat, and it's giving me goosebumps as I'm about to say it out loud, is nothing can take me off my mission. Nothing can take me off my mission. Not you know, a hater, not a self-doubt thought, not whatever is going on on the planet, whatever the thing is, nothing can take me off my mission. And that's really something that I have been anchoring on and really feeling her energy, her soul, her higher guidance imbuing into me and reminding me of in the last few months. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Emily the Medium, the podcast. It feels so surreal (laughs) to be saying those words to you right now. As you may have noticed, I haven't released a new podcast episode in about two months. Actually, it's two months to the day that I'm recording this, which is strange little happening. It feels so good to be back here with you and be sitting down at this microphone. I have had a couple of you messaging me over the last couple of months during this little break. Actually, was so cute. I had a podcast listener who's in Ireland and she will know that I'm talking about her. She had messaged me asking what was happening with the podcast and was I taking a break or what was going on? And I said, yeah, I'm just on a little hiatus from the podcast and I'll be coming back soon. And she said, oh, that's great. Good to hear. You know, I had to Google what hiatus meant. I thought it was so adorable. So all my love to you. Thank you for your patience. And to everybody who has kind of kept an eye on this podcast over the last couple of months, waiting for another episode to be released. I love you. And thank you for sticking around. Thank you for being here with me. And thank you for being back with me. I'm so happy to be back with you. And I can't wait to catch you up on everything that has been going on <laughs> in the last two months, which which really feels like such a time warp because it feels like there's been so much that has happened in the world and for me personally in that two-month period. And so we've got a lot to talk about today, don't we? So this is going to be kind of like an update episode. It's going to be a little bit of a smorgasbord, sort of a bits and bites, miscellaneous kind of situation. So, And I do want to just give an update for those who are waiting for the podcast to be back on a regular schedule. This is just a little update episode. I will probably be back with the podcast on a regular schedule towards the end of October, beginning of November, just so you have something to look forward to. So stay tuned for that. Before we get into like Emily the Medium life and work updates, well, I guess part of this is a life work update, but I did want to just give some little notes on things that some of you may be interested in, give a little PSA on the podcast here of things that are coming up. In June of 2021, I, as you may and probably do know, I hosted my first Spirit Baby healing event called Superconscious Conception at the beginning of June 2021, and it was such a massive success. It was really such a success. I didn't know what it was going to look like, what was going to happen, what the aftermath of the event was going to be, but it ended up just being so beautiful. There were people there who were able to, you know, kind of get clarity on conception in the years to come. There were people there who were pregnant, who were able to feel a deeper connection to the soul of the child that was coming in for them. There were people who had been actively trying to conceive who literally got pregnant, like either the day of, or, 
you know, a couple days after the event completed. So, you know, there's all, I have all these people messaging me being like, I'm 13 and a half weeks, you know, which is exactly the time frame from when the event is. So it's pretty cool. We've got some super conscious conception babies on the way into the world in early 2022. So it was such a massive overwhelming success. And I'm so happy with how it went. And so I decided to host another one at the end of October. I have the next super conscious conception event coming up on Thursday, October 28th at 6 p.m. Eastern daylight time. The replay will be available for purchase as well. You can make it live. You can watch the replay. A friend of mine, Kelly Tennant, who is the owner, founder, and CEO of Soulfire Productions, my podcast production company. Just a little shout out to her. She participated in the event and she was on the replay and actually watched the replay like a couple months later and said that it was just so perfect uh, for her. The replay was just as powerful and she was able to get as much out of it as the people who were live did. So that's the next Spirit Baby event. I will pop the link in the show notes. All of the information is on the... (laughs) ticket page so you can read more about if this event is a good fit for you. What I will say is that over the last three months since the last Spirit Baby event, I have had more depth and width and kind of frequency of information come in surrounding Spirit Babies and all these souls and so on and so forth that I didn't have access to the first time I did the event. So there is some new information that will be coming through, which I'm very excited to share with all of you. The next exciting kind of update is that it's almost forecast season. (laughs) So if you've been following my work for a while, you know that since 2018, I have been doing yearly forecast readings, which has been a really fun part of my work. And I have like people who look forward to the forecast every year. And so it's crazy to say that we're almost at that time where it's time to start thinking about forecast readings again. I feel like I just finished 2021 forecast readings, but here we are. And so a forecast reading is something that I've done to kind of really highlight the energetic themes that you are moving into in your upcoming calendar year. So I do them yearly 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, and now 2022. Wow. It's crazy. 2022 will be five years of forecast readings. That is wild. Anyway, those will be launching for those of you who are waiting, wondering, hoping, wishing, etc. Those will be launching towards the end of October, beginning of November. However, there will be a twist. I'm going to be changing up. I started to change up the structure of the 2021 forecast last year, then being a pre-recorded forecast. And I am going to be changing the structure a little bit again this year. So if this is something that you're interested in, you can watch this space, watch the podcast, watch my Instagram for more information. So stay tuned on that. And last but most certainly not least, October, this upcoming month, by the time this episode comes out, we will be in the beginnings of the month of October, which was one of my favorite months. I love the month of October. But October is actually, October 31st more specifically, is the first anniversary of my membership of Emily the Medium, the collective. So October is going to be a really, really special month inside of my membership. It always is special. We always keep it fresh. We keep it exciting. But October is going to be a really special month. And there may even be a little 
anniversary membership promotion coming your way. So stay tuned, but I'm very excited to usher in this month of October and celebrate one year of having Emily the Medium, the collective. It's been such a, such an amazing year getting to know everyone in the collective and we've had people come and go, but the, the family, the unit that exists within the collective is just something really so special and something that I continue to be very proud of. All of that information well, the information that is available to you right now will be in the show notes. So you can check it out there. And then let's get into some updates. <laughs> let's let's talk about what has been going on in my world in the last two months. Let's let's do it. So the last podcast, as I mentioned, that I released was on July 26th, 2021. And approximately, well, less than a week later, I was launched into one of the most intense experiences I could say I've ever had. I, I think it's it's top five for me in my my life experience thus far. On August 1st, 2021, my teacher, my mentor, my inspiration, Guru Jagat, left her physical body unexpectedly. And after a period of when it looked like she was going to be okay, she had an injury and then had surgery and then had a pulmonary embolism from that surgery, recovered from the pulmonary embolism partially, and then left her physical body a couple of days later. I found out in the morning of August 2nd, and like I said, it threw me into one of the most intense healing experiences and the lowest lows of grief that I think I've I've ever I've ever been in. And I've lost some some very special, very important people to me. So I think it also just goes to to show and is a good kind of evidence. It's good evidence of the fact that mediums are most certainly <laughs> not immune to feeling the the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and energetic pain of grief of losing somebody so impactful and special in your life. And Guru Jagat was my teacher <laughs> from the moment I found her. But more specifically, she continued to be my my teacher in, in 2019 when I went to one of her classes in person for the first time and got to meet her and connect with her. And just for context, for anybody who's wondering, Guru Jagat is a Kundalini Yoga teacher. And she is who really sparked my love and my joy and my passion for Kundalini Yoga and what has sparked my desire to actually, I've now become a Kundalini Yoga teacher over these kind of hiatus months. And that has been something that's been in the works and uh, that was all kind of taken and completed. And so I'm now, you know, one of the things that I can add to my list of hats is Kundalini Yoga teacher, but Guru Jagat was really who created that inspiration for me and really introduced me to the vast technology of kundalini yoga and ultimately completely changed my my life and my business from the moment I started practicing with her and and learning from her and uh, listening to her lectures and taking her classes and so hearing that she left her physical body like so many others who loved her and knew her was devastating it was it was one of the oh 
it was one of the deepest losses I've I've had in this time that I've been on this planet. And so what's interesting is also, you know, I think that sometimes our energy can feel before the thing has actually happened, just as good a jugget felt, which I'll explain in a moment, but I think that our energy can feel when some sort of loss or tragedy is going to happen without knowing what's going on at the time. And so the month of July was really tough, just emotionally. I was having a tough time most of the month of July. And then August, kind of leading up to the August 1st, when Gudujogit left her body. And then the rest of the month of August was a bit of a ride. It was a bit of a trip. And one of the things that I was kind of alluding to is that in the months leading up to about six months, maybe even a little bit longer leading up to Guru Jagat's leaving her physical body, there was so many times in her lectures and podcasts and just little things that she would say that just really pointed to the fact that her soul knew exactly what was going to happen at the beginning of August, that she was going to be leaving her body and, you know, saying things like, everyone's going to die and no one's going to remember you. So fuck it. And, and just kind of giving lectures around your last breath and, you know, giving all of your gifts on this planet until your until your last breath <laughs> and staying committed to what you came on the planet to do until your last breath and really you know living without this fear of death and uh, really grasping kind of all that life on planet earth and a human body has to offer and having gratitude for all of it. And so there's so many times when she would be mentioning this in lectures and bringing this up and, uh, you know, of course, in hindsight, it all adds up and just following the trail of the fact that her soul really knew and understood that her mission was complete and she really did complete her mission and and she was only 41. And not a lot of people can say that. You know, I think that that's a really beautiful inspiration for all of us who are still here living in physical bodies on planet Earth is that Guru Jagat completed the, the wholeness of her destiny at age 41 and she gave it her all every day. And I can really attest to that being a close sort of student of hers, I can really attest to that she did exactly that. And it was such a kind of ignition moment for me. And there were so many things that her passing really kind of ignited. But one of the biggest ignition moments was, you know, there's, I mean, I knew this, but there's no time to waste here. <laughs> and more than ever before on planet earth, things are getting more high pressure and there's no time to be, you know, messing around and to be doubting yourself or holding back or keeping yourself silent or small or this kind of thing, like, or to be not trusting yourself, to be not listening to your intuition. Like there's no time for that. There's no time for any of these like oopsies, you know, kind of moments, or I was too scared to do the thing moments that, you know, really things are getting higher and higher pressure than ever before. You just never know. You might not get a full lifetime in a human body. You might not get until you're 80 or 90 years old. And, and that's not to scare anybody. It doesn't scare me, certainly, but that means that you can maximize every day, every breath, every moment that you're here on planet Earth just by committing to your path, committing to your destiny. One of the, my favorite quote from Guru Jagat, and it's giving me goosebumps as I'm about to say it out loud, is nothing can take me off my mission. Nothing can take me off my mission. Not 
you know, a hater, not a self-doubt thought, not whatever is going on on the planet, whatever the thing is, nothing can take me off my mission. And that's really something that I have been anchoring on and really feeling her energy, her soul, her higher guidance imbuing into me and reminding me of in the last few months. So it was, uh, it was intense and it still comes in waves, but the most beautiful thing is the business that she created, the institute that she created, Rama Institute for Applied Yogic Science and Technology in Venice Beach, California, which I will actually talk a little bit more about as we get more into the episode. But the most beautiful thing is that she has so many incredible friends and employees and colleagues who are carrying on her vision, her legacy and her mission, which I, you know, I hope to have when I leave this physical body too, if it happens in that way, but just, just really such a transformational experience. And I will miss her physical presence every day of the rest of my human incarnation, but as a lot of people who loved her and knew her have also been experiencing, she is so present in the etheric kind of frequency and the soul frequency. And she comes to visit me in all kinds of my meditations. And I've had beautiful dreams of her since she's crossed over. So we've had, you know, really a deepening of our relationship. And I find that she's actually able to be more present in the ether than she was when she was here. I mean, she was, she was so all in when she was here, but it's just a different experience. Such a beautiful, beautiful and heartbreaking and everything else that goes along with the experience. So that was one thing. And, you know, that was actually a big reason why I took a break from the podcast was I just really was focusing on staying present and honestly, just getting through every day. And anybody who does any kind of service work knows, you know, it can be a little bit more difficult to serve at a high level when you are grieving. And so I just took a little bit of space from the podcast in order to really prioritize the way waves of emotion that I was experiencing. Actually, there is another development to that kind of story, but we'll cap it there for now. And I'll come back to Guru Jagat in a moment. But one of the other things and I've actually talked about this kind of on the podcast, actually really since the beginning of 2021. So I've been talking about this for a little while, but it's been kind of something that has been continually unfolding over the last nine months or so. And this is something that I've talked about. And I honestly probably will do a podcast episode strictly on this because I know that I am not alone in this experience, that there's lots of other people who are having very similar experiences. But one of the things that I've been experiencing this year is just that of sort of a myriad of very strange physical symptoms that really don't make sense and really don't seem to, to go together. And so I won't go into details there, but just my physical body has been really kind of, I don't want to say struggling because I don't, you know, I'm not into that sort of disempowering language, but it has been working extra hard to try and keep up with the continued kind of rollout of intensity on the planet physically, but also energetically. And I know that there's a lot of people having some sort of experience like that. And I actually going to read a quote from a book that I've been reading and really loving that I think might kind of hit home with some of you if you've been experiencing this too. But essentially what I had to make the decision on is I had to, you know, I've always taken really good care of myself. I've invested 
rooted in the care of my physical vessel. You know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I am vegan, I eat mostly organic, I eat all organic, I eat all organic fruits and vegetables, I take beautiful supplements, I, you know, drink only mushroom coffee, you know, like I I take pretty exceptional care of myself physically. And even with all of the things that I was doing physically, it just didn't seem to be working. Nothing seemed to be working. And I would be like just knocked down multiple times a week where I was really having to rely on outside support, but I was mostly doing it alone. I was, you know, going to my tools and I've got lots of wonderful tools that I use to support my kind of physical vibrational health. But it just got to the point where everything that I was trying was either working for a short period of time, but then it would stop working. And so... (laughs) One day in about mid-August, just coming off of some of these grief waves, I got the little kind of hit to do a liver cleanse. My guides told me to do a liver cleanse, which, wow, you know, if only I knew. So a couple of days after getting that hit, I embarked on my first liver cleanse, which actually I had never done a liver specific cleanse before. And oh my God, did I ever need it. Coming out the other side of this cleanse, it was really clear to me that my body, my liver was just feeling so overburdened by the increasingly toxic kind of environment that we live in here on planet earth. And it just needed a little extra support kind of moving everything out along with the help of, I enlisted the help of a naturopathic doctor who's local to me and a uh, Chinese medicine doctor and acupuncture and so on and so forth. So I came out the other side of this cleanse feeling like, wow, this is what it feels like to, you know, to feel really healthy again. And so that has been another thing that I've gotten to prioritize over this hiatus is really just getting my my physical health back on track. And that has been so overwhelmingly emotional and beautiful and hard. (laughs) And, you know, anybody who's ever eaten steamed zucchini for two straight weeks, you'll know kind of what I'm talking about. It's not for the faint of heart. It's not for the faint of heart, but it was beautiful. And I'm so happy I did it. And I'm really proud of myself for doing it because in the past I have, you know, kind of struggled with those kinds of things. I've done like a juice cleanse here here and there, water fast here and there, but nothing I've really been able to kind of see through to the end. So that was really special. But I want to read you this little excerpt from a book that I've been reading uh, by Dolores Cannon. I've been really into Dolores Cannon's work recently. And there was actually quite a few parts of this book that really spoke to these vibrational changes that the body will go through in the years to come and the physical symptoms that will kind of accompany that. Uh, And this book was written in 2011. And some of these things that are being talked about in the book, I'm like, oh my God, I'm living that right now. So Dolores Cannon's work and kind of she she famously uh, brought her clients into the deepest level of trance and, you know, all kinds of information comes through in there. And so this is an excerpt from a session that she was doing with a client who was deeply in trance and they were talking about unexplained physical symptoms and new bodies. Okay. So it says she is identifying more with her future body. It's not really settled in yet, but it's there. And this future body takes her essence or portions of her and it merges it or pulls it up so she will get used to the physical body. Will the body physically change? Some, yes, it will be stronger and younger. This body that she is in now, it could be healed and redone, but she needs the future body. It will be lighter, more capable. She is feeling this now. Her essence has been merging with the future body and pulled up. So this body she has now will be changed. It will essentially be left behind. It's going to be transformed and parts of it that aren't needed will be dropped away. So it's not like leaving one body and going into another. No, 
Gradually, the newer body and the older body will be mostly merged together, but there will be certain parts of the older body that won't be necessary, so they will be left behind. It will just disintegrate. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> so it says, you know, these kind of physical changes, these old body, new body, these frequency changes will be gradual, but that really sensitive people will probably notice the difference. And so I think I'm in the category of really sensitive people. Whether or not that's exactly what's happening, who knows? But it definitely was very interesting to read. So that's one of the other things that has been happening in my world. And I'm going to do an episode on this around, you know, kind of tips for supporting your physical vessel as a sensitive person in these times, these times now and these times to come. Another thing that has been really kind of present over the last couple months is I don't know if you've noticed, but the situation on planet Earth continues to intensify and increase by the day. <laughs> you know, it's just chill. We're just having a good time over here. Super easy, super chill. No, it's not. It's not. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you could relate to that. And it doesn't really matter how you relate to that, you know, and so I'm not pigeonholing anybody's particular experience. But what has been really interesting and something I've really had to learn how to modulate and regulate over the last couple of months is that, as I've talked about probably on the podcast before and definitely on Instagram, is that, you know, people on planet Earth are really suffering and there is a lot of pain and there has been a lot of pain and there continues to be a lot of pain and loss and hurt and despair and hopelessness. And, you know, that I think that comes in pockets of time where it seems to, Whoa, there's hope and it gets better. And then we kind of like whoosh back down another kind of, you know, uh, well, so to speak. And so something that has been really interesting for me is as a, somebody actually said this to me, and I thought this was, this actually really kind of made me emotional but somebody said to me, you know, I was sort of talking about something along the lines of this and how, how it's been. And, and again, how I've not necessarily been struggling, but it is just something that I've had to pay extra attention to as I'm supporting people in lots of different ways and moving tons of energy for people all around the world and helping people move through difficult situations and things that they've had to confront and decisions that they've had to make. I mean, there's so many people making heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching decisions and and decisions that actually, you know, fundamentally go against everything that their body is telling them to do, but they're having to make those decisions anyway, uh, in order to, you know, continue existing on planet earth and financially supporting themselves or their families. And so I'm, you know, I'm really supporting people and I have been on the front lines. And so I had a client of mine say to me, you know, Emily, you've really been like uh, such a first responder in 2020 and 2020. 21, and that's not in any way, shape or form taking away from people who are actually doing first responder work because I have so much deep respect and gratitude for all of you. You know, I don't, I, I didn't say it. It wasn't me. So don't get anybody, you know, mad at me here, but it just kind of, it, it hit me energetically because it's like, you know what? She's right. It really has been kind of a front lines every day. I'm showing up. How can I help? How can I serve? How can I lighten the load? How can I help you process the, the energy? How can I, you know, support you in this decision? Um, you know, it's just been, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? And over the last couple of months, there have been a couple of different uh, situations that have been really difficult. I lost a client of mine is, is no longer here in a physical body. And I had just worked with her a couple of weeks prior. And so that was incredibly heart-wrenching and difficult 
So, you know, something that I've had to just be mindful of, and another part of the reason why I'm taking a little step back from the podcast is just making sure that in, you know, and this is something I'm always interested in and mindful of, but just as I am giving to the planet and hopefully uplifting the vibration of the planet and uplifting the people who are in bodies on the planet right now, I also have to make sure that I am giving to myself in equal measure. And so I've had to really kind of set new levels of boundaries with people in my life and let go of quite a few relationships and friendships and, you know, even some kind of family members. And it's been, it's been difficult, but I am, again, as I said, I, nothing is going to take me off my mission. And so I'm just sort of doing what I need to do behind the scenes so that I can continue being, you know, lined up on the front lines of this planet right now, what's going on on the planet, what will continue to go on. And as my teacher, Guru Jagat said, we're not out of the woods yet, not even close. And there's miles to go before we sleep. That was one of <laughs> a quote, a quote that she gave, which obviously the miles to go before we sleep is not her quote, but, uh, but one of a quote she gave in a lecture a couple of weeks before she passed. It's something that, you know, gives me hope. And, and also kind of lights a fire under my butt of like, there's still lots to do and there's still lots of change that we can make. So, so that's something that has also been kind of happening underneath it all as well. And then and to switch the energy up here a little bit, I got the ping at the end of August that it was time to travel again. Where I am in Canada, you know, it has been kind of a process to, <laughs> let's just say it that way. It's been kind of a process to be able to to travel, to get on a plane, to travel internationally. And so I got kind of the ping at the end of the month. There was a bunch of little synchronicities lined up that let me know that it would be okay and safe and good for me to travel. And I booked a trip to Colorado to visit one of my very best friends, Ariel, and to meet her little daughter, Yara, for the first time, who some of you are familiar with Ariel and, and Yara, if you're in my orbit, they're just two of the greatest loves of my life. And I was so excited to get to go to Colorado a couple of weeks ago to see her and then to also meet up with Kelly, Kelly Tennant and Christina, the channel got to see them for a little bit. So it was just such a beautiful trip to Colorado. And what's crazy is that there was actually like quite a few people that I knew, like Christina was there at the same time that I was. And we kind of found this out last minute. She was like, oh, I'm traveling at the end of this week. And I was like, I'm traveling at the end of this week. She was like, well, I'm going to Denver. And I said, well, I'm going to Denver. And it was kind of like, whoa, we're going to be at Denver in the exact same time on the exact same weekend without ever planning it. And there was a couple other people who actually ended up in Denver. And Christina actually said this to me. And I thought this was really beautiful and felt really true for me. It's just that, you know, Denver, we were anchoring in some light and and some high frequency in Denver in Colorado. And we needed to be there at that specific time. So it was really such an amazing trip. Hiked within the mountains and human design, my environment is mountains. So I was just like in my element. I feel so good in the mountains, so happy, so clear. So it was just so, so special, so special and so deeply nourishing. If you've gotten to travel for the first time in, you know, a year and a half, almost two years for me, 
it was almost exactly two years since I had traveled and been on a plane. And, you know, I'm a Sagittarius. I've got that like need for adventure, that need for travel. Airports are one of my favorite places in the world. Being on a plane is one of my favorite things in the world. So it was so nourishing to get to do that again. Although I had to take kind of like a hellish travel day to get to to Colorado. I had to fly from Colorado to LAX and then from LAX to Denver with like a layover at LAX in between. And my God, if you've ever been at LAX airport terminal two, that thing is not for the faint of heart. And it was so overstimulating and I'm a highly sensitive person. And it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, Alarms going off. There was like cologne smells. I'm really super hypersensitive to smell people screaming, people running so busy, no place to sit down. It was just like, wow, wow. But I was grateful for it because I was just so happy to be there. I was so happy to be traveling. It was just so amazing. But going back a step. So originally my trip was actually just supposed to be to Colorado and that was all I had planned for. But when I was on the plane on the way to Colorado, making my way to LAX just for my layover, I had this ping and it was from Goody Jugget. And she said on my way back from Colorado, I had had another layover at LAX. So I was kind of going to be, you know, at LAX. And she was like, you're going to be at LAX, change your flight, come to my yoga studio and take a yoga teacher training in person take a kundalini yoga teacher training in person. And I was like, you know, I didn't even question it because something that I really got to even deepen into in a bigger and better way while I was on my trip is just really like trust and redefining my trust with my guides and with myself, which sounds so basic and simple. And it's like, I, you know, I do have that fairly down pat, but you know, there's nothing like traveling internationally in the way that the world is right now to really deepen you into trust that everything is going to be perfect and fine and that you're being led where you need to be led. And I really like everything was like, there was so many moments of the trip where I like shouldn't have been able to get on the plane and things shouldn't have gone the way that they did, but everything was great and fine because I'm really so, you know, protected as we all are and so held by my spirit team. But anyway, so Guru Jagat came to me on the plane on the way to LAX on my way there and said, next week, change your flight, get an Airbnb in Venice, come to the teacher training, come to my studio, Come be in the energy field of what I created. Come feel, you know, my presence there in person again for another time. And yeah, just do it basically. And it was a really beautiful lesson in just like being spontaneous and willing to change plans. And it definitely wasn't like an easy plan to change, especially with the state of the world right now. But I did it and I listened and I heard her and I went and I changed my flight and I went to California and I did the freaking teacher training and I sat down in meditation, my first meditation meditation in Rama since 2019. It was almost exactly two years since I had been there in person. And I sat down and I started the first meditation in the, the class of the teacher training. And she came to me in my mind's eye and in a vision that I had. And it was like, she was walking through a curtain, pulling back the curtain. And she just said, you're here, you made it. And I said, I made it. I made it happen. And she was just like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy you're here. And, you know, you're really going to get a major transmission, a major healing transmission and a major activation transmission being here today through this teacher training, which I did. I really did. So it was such a special, special, special experience. And I got to go to the ocean for the first time, also in two years and put my feet in the salt water. I also just like, I'm in love with the ocean and it was just so 
so amazing in every way possible my whole trip. And I just am feeling so grateful for this incarnation, no matter what it looks like right now, <laughs> no matter how, how crazy it gets, no matter how depleting it can feel on certain days. I'm so grateful for this life and this body that I'm in, in this incarnation that I chose and that I was blessed with. And I'm grateful for my role. I'm grateful for my mission. And I'm grateful for the way that I am being asked to serve in this time. And I'm grateful for all of you who continue to stick with me and by me and listen to me, <laughs> to me speak and come to my workshops and my teachings and do readings with me and are so patient with me. All the people hanging out on my wait list right now, I love you. <laughs> I will be with you as soon as I can, but I just wanted to come here and give you all some updates, express my gratitude and let you know that I will be back as soon as I can. I will be releasing, probably starting to trickle in maybe one or two guest interview episodes that I've done in the last couple months upcoming. So you won't have to wait that much longer to hear from me again, but I love you all. And I'm so happy to be back here with you in this way. And thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for staying committed to your mission, no matter what it is or where you are or what your mission is. Thank you for staying on your mission and staying committed to it, no matter what's going on around you or globally, because we need you. And I'll leave you with that. So with all that being said, I hope you have the most beautiful day, week, month. I will talk to you when I talk to you. I love you and speak with you soon.